All right, Joe, the floor is yours. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Netflix Shiro review of season one. I'm Joe Motto. I'm here with Nathan Kennedy. We have Zentron joining us in the chat room. This is a different time than normal, so I don't know how many people are actually going to be here live. But yes, we're here to talk about the new Shira Netflix cartoon. Now, the things you're not going to hear, obviously, when I'm doing this show, and I mean, with Nathan doing this as well. At no point am I going to be insulting any fans who loved it or hated it. It's not going to happen here. It's not what we do because we all have opinions. Also, you're not going to hear me at any point talk about, boy, She-Ra doesn't have big boobs. It's something I didn't care about back then when I was watching the original She-Ra, and it's something I didn't care about this one because unlike what people make it seem to believe, people go by things that they might see on Twitter, a couple people where they said, it's just guys who hate it because She-Ra doesn't have big boobs. Well, let me just first say, I belong to over 100 Masters of the Universe and Princess of Power groups on Facebook, so I'm not just finding random little pics and things here on Twitter. All the groups I go to, let me just say, men and women have said that, but that's not the vast majority of what's being said why people don't like it. So first, let's just get this out of the way for anybody that's new watching or listening, hearing from real hardcore fans of He-Man and She-Ra that no. It isn't just men that were babbling about boobs. It was men and women, but that's not the main focal point of what people maybe did or did not like about the cartoon. Again, I don't care about the boobs. I don't care about any sexualized anything. That's not what I watch She-Ra for. I watched a character that I wanted to, it, it's a role model. It's somebody you could look up to. It's a hero that you think, God, I hope she could save me if I was in trouble. That's somebody that you'd idolize, that if you were in danger, you'd wish Shira could come and save you and rescue you. That's what Shira meant to me. So I just wanted to get those little ramblings out of the way. And then what I'm going to be discussing along with Nathan, of course, his opinions, you know, like of what he has and what he's thinking. But what I mean is there's been a lot of things said even from the get-go before the show started from people who have written for the new Shira show, animators, voice actors, to where they have said a lot of things in uh, negative things about the stuff from the past, the cartoon, and not only the fans, but the cartoon, saying from cheap, lazy animation, campy, corny, horrible voice work, uh, so many horrible things. I'm thinking, you know, this is something that you think if you're in the industry, that's something you shouldn't say. You're supposed to be a little more professional. So why would you insult and kind of like piss all over the original just to promote your new show? There's no need to do that. When you have a new show, you promote it, you're proud of it, but you don't need to piss on the original of what, you know, started it all. Just like when MYP came out. When that cartoon was coming out for He-Man, you didn't hear them say, oh, the original He-Man sucked and it was garbage and it was goofy and silly. But here, watch the new one. And this is why, because this is better, this is better, and this is better. They didn't do that. They just promoted it. Here comes the new He-Man cartoon. Bam. You either loved it or hated it. That's how this should have been and it's how it should have been promoted. But it wasn't. So from there, like I said, I wanted to ramble, get that out of the way, but we can start discussing about things. And Nathan and I both have watched all 13 episodes of season one. <sighs> and, and, and like I said, it's we'll see what people say, you know, what they think about it. And the thing is, I've seen from people also online who said they watched one or two episodes and they said, I hated it, but they didn't watch the rest. And also, I've seen a couple people watch one or two episodes and said, this is fantastic. It's like... No, I'm waiting until we watch. I w That's why I want to make sure Nathan watched it all and I did because I want to give my opinion. <laughs> Nobody can kick me in the nuts and say, hey, you didn't watch it all, so you can't say you loved it or hated it. We watched it all. But yeah. I will go to you, Nathan, and then we could just ramble back and forth. All right. Uh, 
Well, also, wait, also, let me just say, Rezkel, Fedmon, Zen Brown, and Markout Media uh, all have joined us. So thank you for joining us in the chat room. Just want and, to acknowledge And it. Zentron. You left out Zentron. Oh, and Zentron. Sorry, guy. I thought I said at the beginning. I, said, I think I did right at the beginning. I said, hello, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking hello to Zentron. Maybe you did. I don't think you did. Uh, yeah. And you're right. I'm talking with my hands again. It's that half Italian thing. So I'll do this and I won't talk with my hands. Um. All right. So, uh, I, you know, you guys are starting to get used to seeing my face on this channel more and more uh, as the weeks pass. But uh, we, we are missing a third member, but there is a reason for that. Uh, as Joe mentioned before, you know, some people watched two episodes, said they hated it. Uh, Joe and I, uh, Joe's Joe's main purpose with this was he he wanted to absorb it all, watch it all and just give his thoughts on the whole thing put it to rest for the most part. Um, Tyler, we, we will go ahead and throw this out now. Most of you guys know Tyler's stance on this whole thing anyway. Uh, he was dreading watching the first episode. He watched 16 minutes of the first episode and turned it off. And, I, you know, in the grand scheme of this, it's not really fair to you guys to check out the channel if he were to give an opinion on the entire thing based off of 16 minutes. So uh, when Joe was like, I'm watching the whole thing, I was, my original intent was to just watch the first two, three episodes and kind of just get a feel for it and be like, all right, but I don't know. Something happened. I was just like, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to abandon my friend. I'm not going to let him endure this alone. So I watched the entire thing. Uh, we can go ahead and start breaking it down now if you'd like okay i mean my my general my my general opinion of the whole thing is i didn't i didn't dig it uh it's the way that it's written the way that it's presented clearly i'm just like the entire time i'm watching it i'm like the demographic to me at least that I could see having the most appeal would be girls from the ages of five to let's say 12 years old. I feel like most of that I, I'm just watching. I'm just like, it's just not for me. Like the, what they're talking about here. And especially that, that prom episode and all of that, like none of this is for me. It's not, it's not appealing to me at all. And that's not a thing of like, well, I'm a dude and that's, it's like, no, it's just through my eyes. And I'm going to say this too. You guys know that when it comes to Masters of the Universe, like I, I'm probably a step above a casual fan. I know character names, you know, I can't recall episodes off the top of my head, but yes, I had the toys. I grew up watching it. When it came to She-Ra, however, I didn't really watch it. I didn't collect any of the She-Ra toys. It was kind of more like uh some some of the other family members, cousins and stuff. I sort of pushed that aside. So I'm watching this strictly as just an open book of like, I'm not really paying attention to the, well, they drastically change this drastically change that I'm looking at it of this is the story that's presented. This is the animation that's here. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Like the dialogue to me is just, it's, 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 it's modern type vernacular. See, this is, yes. I guess that's what I wanted to get to. It's like you said now, sure. You could say almost all cartoons, and at some level, you said, yeah, they're for kids. Because as you said, it's not for you. And you'll have a lot of people say that to you. Yeah, Nathan, this wasn't supposed to be made for you. It's supposed to be made for young girls. And yeah. that's what the new cartoon is. You'll have people say that. Yeah. And you can even, like, let's think about the original. Even people could say, hey, that was for girls. But you know what? 
it worked for everybody, whether you oh, were a boy it, or a girl. It did. I, I think did. I think their mindset when She-Ra was created is it's like, all right, He-Man and Master of the Universe, it's really taken off. Let's try to find a way to sort of, you know, tap into that like Barbie market. Let's let's get more of the, the girls in here. And they made something that was sort of appeal to them more but yes as you said it, it was all encompassing exactly. and I, I, all encompassing. I didn't get that from this at all yeah because the old one it did it brought in boys and girls and it brought in people from all ages because the way they spoke remember the, the, what separates he-man and she this is what i tried to explain some of the critiques i had with the new one again why just the vernacular and the way they speak wasn't for me original he-man and she remember it's it's a fantasy world it's ethereal it's eternia they're not supposed to speak like they're from earth they're also not really really young kids they're like you know like say 19 to 20s and they become slightly older adults but they're speaking different because they're in a fantasy world now i said gi joe transformers ninja turtles even within the fantasy elements of all that and the craziness that is not going to ha happen in reality it's still on earth so they can speak like they're on earth because that's where they're at you can relate to but you, when you're writing a fantasy cartoon you got to take that out. And I was so upset when I heard them saying stuff like, I know, right? And whatever, let's do this, jerk. And, you know, oh, this is cool. I was like, God. But I, again, they are targeting for a younger generation. But I hate that they kind of, in a way, is this all they think kids would want? And I know that everybody will tell me, but Joe, this is what's hot. It's what everybody likes. You know, kids are into this stuff. Okay, sure. But why not try to challenge the minds of young kids and not treat them just as kids? But like young adults, like we were treated to where we could use our imaginations to think, could we escape into this world of Etheria or Eternia? And it's a world like it doesn't exist. It's not here on Earth, but they're speaking in a different way. But it sure made you forget about the troubles of crap going around you. You know, if there was bad stuff in your life happening and if there was bad stuff in the world happening, you could go to this world that's not Earth and escape for 30 minutes. And just be relaxed and know that it's a battle of good versus evil, but good always saves the day. That hero is always going to be there to protect you. It was, it's a, it was, it was a safe place because when they almost make it seem like what the original wasn't a safe and protected place, the original He-Man and She-Ra made me feel more safe and protected than anything I could ever imagine. So when they're claiming that's what this new cartoon is, I was like, did you watch the original? That's always been what it's about. But when you bring in the modern vernacular, it. It, that's what takes me out of it and upsets me. And sure, like I said, I understand they said it's for kids, but could they not have wrote it how it should have been as a fantasy-based? At least, if anything, sure, they're giggling all silly like crazy. Like, there's too much. They, If they think the original had a lot of humor or goofiness, this was over the top with the laughing, the annoying screaming of Bo's voice and a lot of them, the goofy, over-exaggerated eyes and the mouths that go up. And it's like, yeah, I know what you guys are trying to go for, but try to challenge the minds of kids but they don't because they brought in the vernacular and upset me so that took me out of it because again they'll say it's for kids and you can say it for any cartoon but i believe that the other ones you know the original stood the test test of time along with a lot of cartoons <laughs> to where people could still connect you don't feel like a kid watching the original he-man and she were transformers or anything well but this one you kind of do I, I maybe part of that falls in line with uh, when you look at those other shows, uh, the way that those guys are drawn and the way they're they're presented. They're they're older, and this show, all of these guys are in their teens, if not a little bit younger. In the case of Frosta, who is what eleven and three quarters or something, uh, I, I see it more of you know it is what's hot and 
it's kind of a thing that I guess maybe we can get some feedback in the chat throughout as we, we keep talking, you know, I'm already seeing yeah. like my, my five-year-old daughter liked it. So I, you know, if that's good, yeah. I know I, I could see the appeal of like, here's a show that you could sit down with your kid. But as you said, it, it okay, here, here's the it, thing, Ethan. you know how they mock like people who are in their thirties or forties for watching cartoons from the past. Like, why would you watch a kid's cartoon? Right. But half of them saying that are watching kids cartoons themselves. But it's like, this one is definitely one that I really can't see anybody 30 years from now watching that cartoon and think, Hey, it feels adult like, because it definitely didn't. And like when they're speaking of like emotion, like res rescale said in the chat and like, you know, maybe too much emotion or thing that was in the show. Well, the thing is, even the original He-Man and She-Ra, there was a lot of emotion. There was those heartfelt moments. And, but the thing is, it was a beginning, middle, and end for each episode. See, what the writers and the creators for this new She-Ra did was they said the original She-Ra was one-dimensional, had no growth. When you're saying that, I'm waiting. I'm like, okay, now, you better blow me away in this new cartoon because I want to see this growth. Here's how it's tricky, where they make you think you're getting a lot of it. But here's the thing. It's 13 episodes, but it's a continued story arc that is going across a few days. The original She-Ra, think of Secret of the Sword, a movie, but then broken into five parts where she learns about, just like in this one, she's working for the wrong side. She's going to find out about her destiny. She, wants, she sees what the Horde is doing to all these innocent people, and it's wrong, and she wants to be on the right side of things and do the good. That's what happened in the original. That's what happened to this. But... As She-Ra progressed, just like with He-Man and a lot of the cartoons, and cartoons even now, not all of them were story arcs, meaning it was always a beginning, middle, end to each episode, and everything was wrapped up. So it's not like you're seeing a constant continuity throughout 93 episodes. So she made it seem like when she was writing this, hey, you're going to see constant growth. It was basically three days or four days, and the original one, it was a few days for Secret of the Sword. But I watched the original She-Ra for, you know, it's like it was going on for years. Yes, it was like 93 episodes, but it's like you could say that could have been going on for years and years and years. And there's still parts even within that where She-Ra has moments of growth or you're seeing something great where you see a really heartfelt moment. I mean, think of this moment from My Friend, My Enemy, where I don't know if you remember the episode, but it's the episode that Catra and Skeletor teamed up to make a doomberry pie for Hordak. Hordak didn't know what he was getting. He got a pie at the beginning. He eats it. But it was a plot by Skeletor and Catra to basically take Hordak out of the picture, where this is going to make him disappear from existence. People still don't know, does it send him to another dimension? Or when you disappear, are you just dead? But either way, they couldn't find a cure. Who wants to try to find a cure for Hordak? She-Ra. She's trying to help him. They take him back to the Rebel Basin camp while he's disappearing, basically dying and sick. And she goes to Light Hope to find out what can save him. And Light Hope says the only thing that can save Hordak is for somebody to shed a tear for him out of compassion. Not a single member of the Horde would even do that for Hordak. They don't care. They basically want him to disappear and die. They thought maybe that Hordak's mentor, Noah, the one that trained Hordak with all his magic, maybe he would do it. Skeletor found out about that and then trapped Noah. But then when she got there, even Noah, he wasn't even going to shed a tear. He's like, no, he turned his back on me, did all this for evil. And when she was seeing that, she started crying. She cried out of this, this compassion, this enemy of hers, this one that wants to take her out. Hordak wants she were gone. So Hordak's mortal enemy, enemy, excuse me, 
shed a tear for him out of compassion. Couldn't believe that nobody would want to do anything for this man who's basically dying. Even though that's her enemy, she's crying for him. And, and she's like, you know, even earlier, she's like, you know, enemy or not, I don't want to see anybody suffer. You know, that's a compassion. That's a trait of a character and a hero that you'd love and want to see. So you can't tell me there wasn't emotion. That's just one part. But there's a lot of emotion in the original that I wonder, do people really remember that when they watch that cartoon? Uh, I would probably not. I mean, I, look, I, oh, we've talked about it so much, like so much the last few months that, uh, you know that they just sort of glossed over it. They're like, all right, here's the characters. Well, we'll change this. We'll change that. Do you really think that they went like in depth? We're going to watch every episode. We're going to. Nope. Yeah, no. And you don't get that from this. And uh, it's it's part of the other trend. Yeah, it's 13 episodes. I kind of had the idea that it, it was just going to like just continuously like build I... off of one another and, yeah, and yeah. go through that. So I didn't really have much of a problem with that my i mean my main problem was just like it, it it does treat your audience like they are just kids and nothing else like they're not smarter than that like it's just a just that quick like in the the humor and exaggerated eyes like you said and it's just and and there's a lot of just subtle stuff that they did because we talked about it before like yes obviously it's an it's an all women uh writer's room and all this stuff but uh it, there were some things that just popped up that i'm just like really i mean you think about it all of the male characters on this show are just like super flamboyant and almost just seem like the gay best friends and not like there's anything wrong with that but and that's like a seinfeld quote i guess but uh never watched seinfeld no <laughs> <laughs> but I, it, it just it, it seemed in a way that it's like, hey, did you did you see that? It's kind of like kids aren't going to pay attention to it. But when I'm watching it, I'm like, clearly it's been stated what the the feelings and thoughts were going into making this and to see it now presented that way. I'm just like, oh, I mean, was it necessary? And then Hordak's just there for what a few scenes throughout this entire thing and then it's just like which his scenes yes he looks scary but you can't say wow i love the show did you see hordak i'm like yeah i've seen him for the whole 40 seconds too hey did you see imp he was creepy yeah i've seen him for 20 seconds it's like that's not what the show is like tell me a great story let's see something that's in depth but also that diversity thing you speak of it's like did they watch the original he-man and she-ra did they not especially she-ra i mean it's always been diverse and it's always been powerful women with yeah. guys in there as well but they're all treated equally men and women but when you think of he-man and she-ra you think of okay they made it seem like there's never been black characters i was like okay there's natasa there's clamp champ there's malacca there's prince dacon there's geldor there's garn there's zodak it's it's like, have you watched any of these cartoons, ready in the mini comics, anything? There's always been diversity. Masters of the Universe, I can't say it enough, has always been about diversity. But the other thing is, it's fantasy. So looking back at me, all these damn creatures and beings, it's not Earth. It's this. It's a world of fantasy. So it's diverse to where, yes, they have people of all races that you can think of that, yes, Earth-wise, but then fantasy stuff. So this is what you get. It's like, and... Okay, I want to talk about the voice acting when you were speaking of something earlier. See, what annoyed me, the other thing is, the things that I'm saying, it's not stuff I'm making up. You can look at any of these interviews on YouTube. Is Marcus Scribner, who does the voice of Bo, 
they asked him, they said, did you watch any of the original She-Ra cartoon? He actually, this, his comment was, I watched a couple clips. Okay, so just like you said, great research. I'm glad you watched two clips. But he said, yeah, I remember the original boat would say, She-Ra, let's go save the villagers. I, and like I said, that is exactly how he said, Bo said it. And I was like, all right, Marcus, show me the episode where he said it, because I guarantee you, he didn't say shit like that. He never spoke like that. What he spoke when he was speaking, it's a confident, suave, powerful, like almost all the characters, but it's in the realm of fantasy. The way Bo is speaking in this, Marcus is speaking how they're making him speak, obviously, with the, oh my God, oh, this is cool, and screaming. It's like, Marcus, if you want to talk about voice work, that voice work is making my ears bleed. But see, here's the thing. I'm still not going to insult you because that's the way they're making you speak. They want you to speak with modern vernacular for this cartoon. But for Marcus to insult the original one, I was like, why would you even do that? Again, you're the professional. Why piss on the role that you are now taking over? Couldn't you say, yes, I, I watched a couple clips of the original Bo. And he's a great character. And now this is my way they want me to portray him. He didn't do that, and that immediately upset me. And then that's why I come to the defense of you got to know the context of what the original cartoon was when the way that they were speaking in the fantasy realm and role. And that's it, it's their realm. That's how they speak. But I didn't know what you thought of just some of the voices, even Shira. I was like, oh, God, it, it just got to it, me. It, it honestly just sounded like people in a booth screaming half the time. I, it just sounded like people in a booth reading their lines. Like it. The main way that I kind of uh, worded this to Tyler when I text him is it honestly just it, it could have been called anything else. Like the entire time I'm watching this, I'm like, this doesn't feel like a Shira show. It feels like Wendy and her powerful friends. Like yeah. I, I feel like it's a, and you kind of see that in the plot. It's just the the art. It's just plain the story, even over 13 episodes. Like, yes, it's like, all right, Adora and Catra are, oh man, they're sad that they're not friends anymore. Um, it's just sort of paper thin. And it's, it's just, it's just middle of the road. It's generic. I feel like if this had been called anything else, no one would, no one would care this much. It's because they, they, Put that, they, they plastered that brand on there. That's how it got all the attention that it did. And look, we're sitting here talking about it right now. If it would have been called Wendy and her powerful friends had the exact same setup with different uh, names, no one would have cared. No, and, yeah. they wouldn't have, and, and you, you bring up a good point because it's like a lot of people would want to say, I've said this before, and for anybody new into the chat room or listening to this in any other form, I always say, they said that the original fans, they can't get past filmation. They can't, you know, move on. They don't like accepting change. But I always said, but what about the MYP cartoon? When that came out, people lost their minds. They said, damn, look at this animation. Look at this art. Look at the stories. They kept it, they kept it in the same realm of how the original Masters was with the way they were speaking. But it was like a big upgrade in the animation. It does work. When you can do it right, yes, it will work. But this one, for me, it didn't work. And it's not me pissing over because it's She-Ra. It's just, no, it's not my thing. I've never been a fan of certain kinds of art. Like some, okay, here's the thing with anime. Yeah, I like some anime. 
But I don't feel like the anime style for me personally works for the He-Man She-Ra brand. It looks kind of off. Like I've never been the fan of the over-exaggerated big eyes that then when they get excited, they get round and they sparkle or that lazy line for a nose and a line for a mouth. No cheekbone structure. It's See, here's the other thing. The people working on the new She-Ra show, instead of saying, yes, the original looked great, but here's our take. No, they said the original one, it was cheap looking lazy didn't like the animation I'm like oh here we go now it's like all right let's talk about the the animation sure we know that the original he-man and she-ra reused a lot of the same animation but she-ra was uh lucky enough to where after he-man ended she received a lot more new unique animation but even within that the animation that was used even if it's reused was still more frames per rate and still smooth looking whereas this it's quick, it flashes, it's like, I don't even know what's happening half the time. The animation isn't as fluid. Just look at when She-Ra gets on the swift wind and flies away, when she lands, any of these things. When she does a kick, when she does a punch, there's so much great animation that, you you know, the original, that it's like, you guys, you're fooling yourselves if you're saying the original didn't have great animation. It reused a lot, but it got new ones, and it still was smooth. Also, the art. Again, the faces of characters in the original She-Ra would look like as if you took a person of a regular scale and did their face where the eyes, nose, mouth are proportionate to the face. This one, it's anime style. Like I said, I've just never been a fan of the anime. But the background art, this is something I want everybody. Now, if you guys think I'm wrong, and I'm not saying agree with me, because again, if you liked it, great. Look at the background art of this new she like when they're showing in Glimmer's bedroom or when they're by a bush or a rock. It's just plain. There's no detail. It's, it's That's it. It's like these giant thick lines for a bush or a rock slammed in the background, and it looks like it's overimposed, like it gets superimposed big, and it's a flat color, like one. It looks like, not being mean, it looks like a five-year-old drew it. But then go back and look at the background art for the original Shira of all the details and the shading and the lighting for pipes to bushes. I was like... There is no comparison. So it's like, again, I'm when I do this, it's because basically I'm defending the original from the people that are working on it showing disrespect. If they didn't do all that, I might not have said so much. But when they're doing that, it pisses me off. It's like, why are, why are you insulting it? Just promote your new cartoon and be done with it. But I'm going to defend the original animation, art, and look and it. You bet I am. And for you just go back and watch it. Well, I was going to say, it, 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 it's just not a, it was not a good start to have it, like, they're kind of putting down the original. Like, you, you kind of, it's one of those basic things, know where you came from, right? Yeah. So, oh, real quick, I just want to say for Zentron, oh, you're absolutely right. Yes, Fist of the North Star and Wicked City, and yes, there is great looking anime. In no way, like I yeah. said. Am I putting down anime? Like I said, there's anime I do like. I just don't like the style for this, but this is lazy, quick crap. But you're right. Those freaking amazing. So is Castlevania. But back to you, Nathan. No, it just, it it, it looked very, very plain. And uh, Rezkel did say that the relationship between Catra and, and Adora was, uh, that was the main like for. And, you know, like, there were some things in the show as it was going on that I'm like, all right, it's, it's fine. Like whatever. But then you get to the prom episode and I just, I, I, that was, that was almost a breaking point for me, honestly. Cause I was just like, I can't sit here and listen to just this catty dialogue of like, Oh my God, I can't. Oh my, and, and. I was like, no, it's like, that's just, it's like a soap opera. That's when I thought yeah, I was just, out of it. It was 
there was more talking in this than action. That's what took me out of it. I mean, Rezkel is correct. I mean, if anything, yes, that relationship of Adora and Ketra, yeah, it's the main thing. See, here's the thing, but it's dragged out for 13 episodes. That's what I mean. It's like 13 episodes, which in a span of five days or whatever the hell it was. So it wasn't a year thing. It was, bam, that's it. It's like, I wonder how could they handle if they were to do one-off episodes for this cartoon? That could have been something that would have been different to try, but you're dragging it out. It's like, I'm just, I'm see, it's the thing. It's like, is it binge watching then? You know, like, do you want to actually go back and watch all 13 episodes again? Or like, hey, I just want to watch this episode, part five or part six. It's like, then you feel like you have to watch the rest. And sometimes you don't. It's like, I can go back and watch any episode of He-Man and she in its its own standalone episode. No, well, they don't. They don't. They don't make them like that, especially with the Netflix model. They just, I mean, think about Stranger Things. You know, if you were to go and watch Stranger Things, do you want to go and watch one specific episode? It's like, no, I kind of want to start from the beginning and just watch it all again. So, yeah, I think it's, that's part of the problem with that, too, is it's just the binge-watching culture. Like, how would this have been different if it was actually on TV and was just a, a weekly episodic show? Like, would they have still gone that direction? Would it, would it have changed? Would it have been different in regards to how they told their story? Um, but with this, yes, it, it, it drug out quite a bit. And it's like, oh, hey, here's another princess. Oh, hey, here's another princess. And speaking, uh, hey, I want to say, speaking <laughs> of princesses, because we'll yes. get to them too. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a girl, I mean, it's a perfect transition for a show that wants to talk about diversity and not doing stereotypes, where, like I said, E Man and She has always been about it. But I could just picture them sitting around in a meeting saying, okay, guys, we got Frosty. She's the cold character. What design should we use? And somebody holds up, like Melissa holds up her hand. Oh, me, me. Let's make her an Eskimo. And they're like, that's a great idea. It's like, is that not the most damn stereotyping thing I've ever seen? It's like you take the only cold character and turn her into an Eskimo? I mean, for me, that's extremely racist from my opinion. But here's the other thing. Let's talk about design-wise. You, you know why it looks stupid? Not because she's short, not because she's young. She's wearing a jacket. Now, let me express this to you again, because I'll make I go make sure I go through this point. So <laughs> I can I got, see. I know, I, I, Joe. I can I can see you there. You got your 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 TV your TV dinner plate, and you got your your chicken gizzards on it, and you're sitting there, and you're like eating it, and then you see her. Like son of a bitch. You're like, what is she? A jacket? That's <laughs> it. No, but really, because I always think because they want to mock some of the designs of the original, but I think of this, it's like, it's a terrible design because here's the thing. When you're a character that has the power of cold flowing within you, heat is your weakness. So you're not going to put a jacket on to get warm. Just like a character that has heat flowing with them and powers is not going to want to get cold. It's their weakness. Now, for those that might say, but Joe, she still might get cold, so she might want to wear a jacket. Well, here's my point that I love to bring up. She, from her bare hands is shooting out ice beams and powers and creating bridges and walls from her bare fingertips. If those fuckers were to do that, they would get frostbitten and break off in a second. So if anything, design-wise, why don't you make some specialized gloves that she could wear so her fingers wouldn't break off so they can't tell me, oh, she still might get cold. No, you just fucked up because you have her fingers bare. So I had to say that because it drove me nuts. I was like, she's wearing a jacket, but she has bare fingers shooting ice powers that would break off in a second. She's a fucking ice character. I can't say it enough. Ice is within her. She's not going to wear a jacket. I, I didn't think about it that far. But it, but it makes really. sense, doesn't it? From I, yeah, I mean, it does. But <laughs> now at this point, I'm just like, I, there were so many times when I was watching this 
that I, I just sort of zoned out or I would just kind of pick up my phone and look at it. I'm still listening to it, but I just had to like break away from it because it just, it just did not resonate with me at all. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of everybody here. Um, cause I'm, I'm bad with names. Uh, Mermista. I, I definitely did not like the way she talked. Cause it's just like, she was the one that did the valley talk. That oh, oh my god! I'm a bit there. I'm just like, I, well, I, what? What was the use for that? Other like, they're just trying to bring in, like I said, a lot of the modern vernacular, and they had her talk like a valley girl. It drove me nuts. You know, the one character that didn't get to shine a lot that could have looked like she would have been interesting. I'm surprised Castaspella just got almost dismissed. You know, that's Glimmer's aunt, I think, in this uh, cartoon. She was one that was yeah. like, hey. Pretty cool design, but you didn't say shit from her. It's like that just kind of annoyed me that she just kind of got banned. And well, yeah, like, I, I, I have a bad autofocus, so I'm gonna sit. I honestly didn't like her character because it's like as soon as they show up, it's like, why aren't you wearing your sweater? Uh, why don't you want to hang out with me? It was just a very narcissistic, like I'm gonna guilt trip the shit out of you kind of thing, and I'm just that's an immediate turn off to me. It's just. Uh, someone else said it in the chat, and I was thinking this too. It just—it's it, like uh, you picked some person that does fan fiction on Tumblr, and it's like, here you go, here's a show. That—that's that—that's the perfect example. That's, I didn't even know what the hell. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't know what Tumblr is. Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. Talking about it, and then when I went and seen, I was like, "Okay, I understand what they're talking about." Because everybody kept saying, "This looks like it was made by Tumblr people for Tumblr people." I was like, "I don't know what that is." And and I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I I would say that that is also another like demographic that I I feel that this appeals to young girls and the the Tumblr fan fiction. And you know what? Yeah. I thought also interesting too, because the original, like I said they'd have different body types. Let's get past the everybody was built the same and the same height. Glimmer was always smaller than she and the rest of them. They had different body types from Raz to the Twiggett. So there's always been different body types. And which but I Joe, find, they really had to make sure to hammer that home. Yeah. In and this, this show. And you know, what really annoyed me though, was that they took Raz, Madam Raz. And now she's just like a lunatic old lady that she had one episode. Broom is no longer her side character. Broom is an actual broom. Lookie is like she had a little fan with Lookie on it. And Lookie appeared in that prom episode as well, hiding. But I hated that they took a prominent character, a magic user, and they dismissed her as, now she's a joke. I'm like, okay, you took one of the most unique and diverse looking characters from the original cartoon and just basically said, forget her. We don't care about her. Make her a lunatic that just babbles about the past. And what just one episode. Just yeah, one, one and done. One and done. And what upset me about that is, why wouldn't you want to flip the script on that? Why wouldn't you have wanted to take Madame Raz, who would screw up her magic in the past, but still was a main character, turn her into a badass character with super magic powers, is always nailing shit and doing a good job, and Broom could even have like some crazy attack where maybe he shoots his bristles out and like, you know, to you know, stun people, knock people out with like knockout bristles, anything. But instead of making her a new badass character, you took the most diverse one, the unique characters of the original, and turned her into just a rambling lunatic inside a little house with a broom. I thought that just annoyed me because Madame Raz was a prominent character in the original cartoon. I, I, I don't really know how to respond to that. It, yeah, it's annoying. As as with Swiftwind, I mean, Swiftwind now it was never a spirit; it was just Horsey who became Swiftwind, who flew away. 
and eventually comes back towards can, the end. Can I say that that was the only uh, part in this whole thing that actually made me chuckle a little bit was when uh, when Swift Wind came to be and just sort of like out of nowhere just popped in and like knocked out a horde trooper and then like went away and then came back and did it again. That was the only time I was just like, ha, all right, okay. And then that that was it. I don't even think I smiled at, at all when I watched this. This no, whole and, thing. And that's the thing. Just like the original cartoon had its humorous moments, but this one had its over-the-top humorous, campy, corny stuff as well. But a lot of it, just the way they're laughing and speaking and screaming and she See, let me talk about the character of She-Ra. What annoyed me was when she would say for the honor of Grace, okay, for the first time we yeah, the main time when we seen the one transformation. We've seen the extension of the neck, extension of the body, because she's now becoming eight foot tall. Then the whole. Which, before you go any further on that, they're saying eight foot tall, but when she's uh, actually standing next to to Bo and Glimmer at certain points, she's she's not really towering over them too much. Not in all of them. Some some yes, some no, but that's just you know animation errors, which happens with every cartoon. But I do know what you mean. But so everything extends, then she does the thing where the sword disappears, and you see it like coming up like this, and then suddenly the sword is back in her hand, then she throws it up, then she punches her hand, then she grabs it again. It's like, okay, you guys are too busy with this transformation. You're trying to make it look so dramatic when the original was just so powerful, graceful, and just when you hear when you knew she was gonna turn into Shiro, when Adora did that when she said for the honor of Grace School, you were like, Oh shit, here we go. It's on. You got excited, you got chills, that music, the magic, the moments. This one, it never happened. And what did they start doing with the transformation? She would run off the screen doing it, yelling and being silly, and then you'd never see it. I was like, so you're taking away one of the most impactful moments that you would wait each day to watch as a kid for every episode to see. It's like an afterthought. And even the character, she or herself, again, I never feel like she was this confident, strong, safe, you know, this character that made me feel safe. It just felt like it was a kid turning into a bigger kid and see, the thing is, like I said, when I was a kid, I had cartoons, like I said, you had Scooby-Doo, you had uh, Snoopy and Looney Tunes and all sorts of crazy stuff for fun, and those were the kiddie cartoons. But when I tuned into He-Man and She-Ra, those were the times that, yeah, I wanted to feel like, man, it, you knew they were like adults, and they seemed like the adults, but they felt like, damn, that person would protect me. This She-Ra just came off as, to me, too silly corny jokey and i never took her seriously not at any point her appearances were brief far and few between you know far between and when she do something as quick it was nothing it took the last episode to see a lot of stuff going on but all those episodes going up to it it was like the character of she was almost like meaningless it seemed like there was more, more focus on glimmer half the time and like even in the chat room with uh who was that that said that uh rescal yeah rescal was talking about the just relationship with adora and she-ra I mean, Adora and Ketra was like the main thing through the whole thing. But I just felt like this, the character Shira was just basically just disrespected as being almost an afterthought, which really annoyed me. I, it, it made it seem too like she was just, and maybe this was the whole point of the thing, is she just seemed very, uh, I don't want to say whiny or anything like that, but certainly just... And I guess anyone thrust in this position would be as well with the way that they wrote it, just really unsure of herself. But it was to a point where it's like, I, I get it, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're dealing with it. I don't. 
Hey, Rezkel almost just nailed it right there. It was like Catcher was the star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she I, it, 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 Catcher it, and the Evil Horde. It shouldn't even have been Shira and the Princess's power. It should have been Catcher and the Evil Horde. Because she was. It's like, why am I almost rooting for Catcher and Hordak? And these are the only characters that I want to like in the show is Catcher and Hordak, and almost just not enjoying anybody else at all. It doesn't even make sense. I, it shouldn't be like that, but that's how it was. Yeah. Can we can we talk about the theme song? Because that's atrocious. Uh, it's. It's it's just like yeah rah rah uh, girl power. I'm like all right cool, but like do you it, do you really have to hammer point. that home still? I the, like I hit the skip button every time. Every time oh, that part right. came you, you, that, you, I listened to yeah, it. Yeah, you once. skipped the intro. Yeah, yeah, I watched it one time. Listen, I was like, eh. it's atrocious. That, it just, that's that's that that theme song is just it's just bad. It's just bad. It, it's basically setting you up for like. I might be reading too much into this, but based off of what they said and the writer's room deal and all that thing, it just seems like, you know what? This is a woman show. I'm like, all right, cool. Hey, whatever. Just Wait, But we always, like I said, we've always known that. That never stopped anybody yeah. watching the original He-Man and She-Ra cartoon. We loved it. Anybody that watched He-Man, they love She-Ra too, and vice versa. You could love them both. You weren't a boy back then watching She-Ra feeling like, oh, I'm watching a girly cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I well, I mean, when when That's I was a little uh, kid, I, I watched Jim all the time. And I, Jim I was, was cool, too. Like, yeah. yeah. But, and uh, Joe and I will probably stress this 20 more times. If you guys like this new show, that that is perfectly fine. It is, I, it is. Yeah, I, I'm not like, you know what? You're, you're cast out. Get the hell out of here. No. If you liked it, cool. I'm just saying, like, I it, I didn't, nothing resonated with me. It felt plain. I, it just, I connected to nothing when I watched this. It, it was, it's, it's something. Oh, hello, Wiley Walt. First, I didn't know if I said hello to you in the chat room, but no, it's just like Nathan said. Yes, we're not here to insult any fans to say no, you loved or not hate. at all. And Terrence, you no, it's your prerogative to love or hate. I just hate seeing the. The real vicious back and forths between two groups of characters that are picking on the ones that love it, picking on the ones that hate it, and it gets nasty. It's just, it's back and forth. It's not needed and necessary. It's like, you don't need to pick on the people who do love it and say, oh, you like stupid new cartoons and crap. Or say, oh, well, you don't like it because you're 30 or 40 and you're a guy and you can't grow up. It's like, just stop the back and forth. It's like, you can love and hate anything. Like I said, I hated Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. I love this recent Halloween, though. Yeah, this time I went to Halloween. Didn't I was going to say, I was like, I was just waiting for Joe to somehow turn all this into his review for Halloween 5. Yeah, something. And yeah, Halloween 5, damn good movie. But that's what I mean. There's people that will sit there and, you know, just want to pick up, like I said, back and forth with people like this. But you got to understand, there's just properties and passions that people have for everything. Absolutely. To love and hate it. It's like, the other thing, there's a site called Rotten Tomatoes. And when this show came out, <laughs> I like how you bring this up. Like the way you said it, it kind of makes it sound like, "Hey, you guys heard of this site? It's called uh, Rot- like, Rot- Rotten Bananas or something." I don't know. It's like I'm saying, have you guys heard of the internet? This is a new crazy thing people are doing. You so, heard about that Windows 95? <laughs> I hear it's gonna be good. You bastard! So, um, but no. So here's the thing: we got Rotten Tomatoes and. When the She-Ra cartoon came out, you could see genuinely people that were given reviews of loving or hating. Genuine reviews. Then, after two, three days, all you seen were these five-star bots 
of all five star. That's yeah. when you know not only bots, but people basically just trying to jack up the rating for the sake of saying, let's just jack it up. And I'm sure along the same lines, there was a half stars. But if you go there now, trust me, you're going to see just pages of no comments, people that just created their account yesterday, all given five stars yeah, just to boost well, the rating. I, like, you know, let the real fans, like how here in the chat room, everybody is being honest. That's what I love. For people that are loving it or hating it, but we're honest. I mean, like I said, we're yeah. all honest. We can get along. We can agree to disagree. But we're not going to get vicious with each other. And that's the one thing that I wish could end on both sides. Just stop the damn hating back and forth. It ain't necessary. If anything, that's what she and He-Man always taught us about getting along and treating others like we'd want to be treated. I, I could see, like, as you're saying that, Tyler just pops in. It's like, no, 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 no. Joe, you got it all wrong. He's like, Joe, I don't know. Slip this table. I was... See what? That's what Tyler would do, too. He's like, no, no, stand by your guns. If you hate it, you hate it. It's garbage. It's shit. It's not what they should be doing. And no, Joe, I, I, I could knew see you were if... going to do it. I knew you weren't going to give it all this, you know. Yeah, he, he's going to go back and check this out and then just be like, I know. Exactly. He's, I know you were going to do it, Joe. I know you're just going to play it safe and everything. I, I will sit here and tell you my honest, genuine opinion of it was I, I did not like it. I thought it was pretty fucking bad. That's that's my opinion. I thought it was pretty fucking bad, just based off of it. it just ticked all the boxes of things. I'm just like, eh, this is a turn off. I don't like that. I don't like that. But I watched. <laughs> but I I watched it. That's the thing. I I I watched it. No, and which is good. Like I said, Ugh. I want to give honest reviews. Watch the entire thing, and it is as they said. It's not for everybody. It's nope. and if there are the people who love it, great. But no, I. I have no desire to go back to watch the whole 13 episodes again. No. It's just, I don't want to. Hell, there's old Filmation episodes I don't want to watch again. There's new adventures that still, it, it, it's a chore to watch that damn new adventures of He-Man. So see, listen to this, people. I'm talking about the past. New adventures was never my thing. I didn't even know it existed. And when I finally seen it, I said, this is garbage. It took me five times to watch one episode, the first episode, because I kept falling asleep or saying, this is garbage. But I tried to watch it more. It's like, eh, it's kind of okay. But then still, no, I don't have a desire to keep wanting to watch new adventures, which probably pissed Tyler off because he loves it. But again, people can love or hate yeah. new adventures of He-Man. It yeah. just wasn't my thing. MYP, love that shit. I love the MYP cartoon. It's great. It has stinkers too, but I love that damn cartoon. So you can't say, say people can't grow. They can. It's just different ways that something can be presented. You're either going to love it or hate it. Or, you know, hate it. That's just how it goes. Yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's all entertainment. It's it's if you like it, fine. If you don't, you move on. And that's that's what we're pretty much going to do after this is we're, we've talked and we're going to continue talking. But when we're done with it, this entire thing just goes to rest. Now, I will ask you this. If a season two does get greenlit, are you going to watch that? No. Okay. Uh, just, you saw everything that you needed to see. You're I like, needed right, to. Unless, unless, here's the thing. Somebody says, I'd like to hear, you know, have your opinion on it. You know, like the fans, if enough people said, Joe, you know, oh, yeah. you, we'd love to hear what you right. think. And I'd say, sure. But, oh, well, I guess that's going to happen. Now, yeah, but I, you, know, I, you know, everyone's just going to be like, oh, all right. Well, he doesn't have to. It's yeah, like, no. And I wanted to stress one thing. Majo Locke, me, I am not in that cartoon, or Majo Locke is not in it, and it is not voiced by Joe Amato to any degree, because Dushin, who, you know, watches our show, and, you know, is Grimbot in the chat room, he, he just did it as a joke four or five months ago. He went and it showed how easy IMDB could be edited, and hopefully now they can take it off, <laughs> is he put in Joe Amato as the voice actor for one episode, 
for Moduloc because is that I wear still my still on there. It is still on there. It's like, guys, that's not me. There is no Moduloc is not in the show. I'm because... looking that up right now. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. But when I no, even when I go to search it, it's the first one that I come up. No, it, it, it pops up. It's uh, Amy Carrero and Joe Amato. <laughs> exactly. It's like I, I know I crack up every time. It's like it's not me. And Dude, take, you're one of the you're one of the stars, man. That's uh, yeah. It is they, funny though that he just took some actor whose name is Joe Amato, and, it and that's why it works because there was an actor of Joe Amato, and so now when people see that face, they're like, "I know what you look like." It's like it's not me. He's not in there at all. But uh, so it just showed. I man, what a handsome man. I didn't know that you were so gray, man. Thank you. You know, like I said, I, I leave the mask on because I don't want everybody to get too excited seeing the mask off. So, you know, that's why I keep it on. But, no, if people did ask for me to watch season two or something, yeah, I'd watch. Otherwise, right, well, go on. We're watching season two then, I guess. Yeah, they probably will. I wanted to show one thing before we do a final wrap-up. Um, My buddy Thomas Guerra. He was asking for people to draw some Transformers stuff. He's like, request, what would you want to see? I said, man, why don't you draw Canoe from Family Guy, the episode where they did a Transformer, a new character called Canoe. And I did it as a joke, but he drew it. And it looked cool as hell. And he was like, I'll send that to you, Joe. So I just am now going to un... You can't say unbox. What do I say? Unenvelope? What the fuck do I even say? Uh, you're, you're, un you're unboxing it. You're taking it out of its package. Let's see what this looks like. Oh, that looks cool as hell. Thomas, I love it. This is Canoe from uh, from the Transformers clip on Family Guy. It was it was hilarious. I don't know if you guys seen that. I know you're not a Family Guy uh, character. I'm not. I, that, yeah, it's you, a great damn cartoon. But anyway. You're spe you speaking about shows that have jokes that just like run into the ground and run too long. Family Guy, there you go. I love Family Guy. See? And if you guys hate Family Guy, let me know you hate it. I don't care. I, I love Family Guy. And if you hate it, that's no problem, but he did this character, yeah, because there was, like, somebody useless in the background or something. you just seen some guy, and he was like, yeah. He was like, well, if we get trouble in the rapids, I could be useful. And he transformed into just a little canoe. That shit had me cracking up. But it just shows you can make a character that's in the background look cool as hell. If they made a canoe exclusive figure, I'd buy that some bitch. Joe, why don't you just make one? I can't make a Transformer. I can make a lot of things, but um, I can't make a Transformer. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't have to transform. In yeah. between canoe and just put them in like that style right there. You could do that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could. <laughs> yeah, so I just had to bring that up. But so thank you, Thomas, man. I really appreciate you did that because that was, it was mainly just me just babbling. It was a joke. And when he actually drew it, and I was like, oh, shit, he made it look so cool. I couldn't believe it. And he said he was going to send it to me. So I'll frame that sucker up. I got a frame for it. So thank you. Did you, uh, did you like Shadow Weaver at all? I feel like if I was going to lean towards really anybody that I thought was I all right, miss... I, I would probably say Shadow Weaver out of everybody. Uh, you know, the thing is, I miss her really spookier voice. Like, this one is a little more gravelly. The design was a little eh. But, I mean, it's still cool. Like I said, that an evil character that can still seem evil. We're not seeing any goofy, over-exaggerated -exagger eyes on Shadow Weaver or silly stuff. Or from Hordak. You know, like I said, at least those two evil characters stayed evil, which that's what I do enjoy. And yes, in the original She-Man and She-Ra cartoon, or She-Ra cartoon, yes, there's at times, of course, even Hordak could be presented as silly. But yes, I'll say Shadow Weaver wasn't bad, but I just, I wish yeah. the design was a little different, and I wish her voice was just a little more intimidating. It wasn't spooky enough. She just sounded 
deep talking and not mysterious and just freaky. Like that original Shadow Weaver, she, she fucking scared me. She's freaky. Like if I'd have seen that flying down the street or something, I'd probably shit my pants. This other one, yeah. Like, yeah. They're going somewhere with it. They're going somewhere with yeah, it. Yeah, I would say if anything came close to me of saying that I actually sort of liked something, then uh it would it would be it would be that, I guess. Uh man, I, I'm just I'm disappointed that there wasn't more Hordak in it. I'm disappointed that we didn't get the rest of the Horde, really. Like, well, yeah, Gri Grizzler shows up and, and, and it, like, two scenes. Yeah, Grizzler showed up. He never got name-dropped, I don't believe. There is very touchy legal stuff about things. Like, some people, even if they wanted to get super technical, could say Hordak, in a way, kind of doesn't belong. Because when you look at intellectual properties and who owns uh, what, all the She-Ra and Masters gotcha. Universe is separate, and the evil Horde and Hordak is still under the Masters property. Well, see, that but, in itself, when you break that down, just makes this all seem like a terrible idea. Like, why half-ass that if you can't have everybody there that need yeah. to be there? Yeah, it's strange. It's just, yeah, it, it's, it's a really sketchy thing when it comes to the damn property so there's only certain characters that can really pop up you never know if they'd get rights to be able to have the others or or if even rights could be taken away and maybe hordak wouldn't even be in the next season i know a lot of stuff has been written out for multiple seasons but things can change to one level or another so you never know so you don't know what's going to happen with the next season but yeah it's just I, I felt like i said we would finally give just our opinions, our reviews, and in no way cutting down any of the fans that are watching it. I was critiquing what I heard from people working on it, which really annoyed me because it's not professional for them to do. Otherwise, I wouldn't even have mentioned that. But again, you love it, great. You hate it, great. Well, like I said, just try to keep it cool in the communities and stuff. Just yeah. not like ripping people to shit and shreds. That's that's at all. I always say that. And that's well, I, dude, uh, we're, we live in a world now with the internet culture that it's just it's not possible for there to, to be peace there's going to be even if it's mostly all right there's going to be that one person that just sort of sets fire to the whole thing and gets it started you know and yeah, and you got to uh, be open to criticism this is something i've always said it's like when you create anything you know people are going to come at you whether it's saying good or bad things. yeah but shooting people down it doesn't help because you learn from things like if somebody's saying something and they genuinely have an opinion right try to be open to what they say because like for me as an example of making customs for a living there was a guy that really loved trolling me like you know a few years ago he wouldn't stop anytime i posted a picture he would just always say shit crap nonsense nope don't like it and i asked him one time i said what is it you don't like about my customs and he didn't reply and i was like i said really i said i'm just wanting to know he's like what if people don't like your customs then there's something yeah. and i said no i said i want you to honestly tell me what you didn't like about this custom because i would like to know maybe there's something i could change about it the guy stopped talking he never posted it, posted again, and then he blocked me from saying that. But I'm open. I want to know if you're criticizing something. Yeah. Let me know how I can make it better. And I, like, when I started doing the show, the shows with you guys, not only on here, but when I started doing Beyond Retro with you, I, I my head was there as well. I'm just like, all right, I'm putting myself out there to the internet. So any of these guys, like, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm sure at some point we're going to come across someone and it's like, well, Joe, uh, take off the mask. Uh, Nathan, your your teeth are fucked up or something, you know? And, yeah. and the, oh, they, might be, they might be, they might just be, like, really shitty. And, I, I mean, whatever. I'm not, 
the kind of person that's going to take offense to anything that, Oh my God, how dare you say that? Like, whatever. Like I, I know this because I'm putting myself out there to everybody. I am open to you guys thinking what you want of me. That's, and that's your opinion. And that's cool. Like, I'm not going to sit there and just be like, Oh, well, how dare you? Because whatever, that's no, what you no, think. It, it is. And it's what people think. I mean, even when I would get insults, like eh, somebody said, it. it's like, there's somebody that listened to this show and they called me gimp face and they said that's why i wear a mask and they call me gimp face and i was like eh, eh, people say what they want and then some people yeah. say i hide because i'm a coward that's why i wear a mask but i just it's, it's it's just a it's a gimmick people know me from facebook for years now it's just what i do i just don't show myself it's, i'm not saying i look like hey i'm the sexiest looking guy in the world or i look like i get hit with a bag of nickels I, i'm not saying any of that i'm just <laughs> a bag of nickels well well, I, guess, I, got, I, I guess nickels would hurt more because they are thicker than quarters, right? You remember that episode? It was in Living Color where Benita Betrell was like sitting up on stand and she was talking about people. She said, mm-hmm, looks so ugly. He was like, what did she say? He's like, yeah, he's so ugly. Look like a like he got hit with a bag of nickels. And I don't know, it just cracked me up. Old in Living Color episodes. I, I'm always watching that. I recorded them all. I have them on DVD, but at least I have them on VHS. I can't watch the VHSs no more, but I can watch the DVDs. Joe, but... I'm telling just go to Goodwill and you will find a VCR, I promise. I should because I can watch yeah, it. Just do it. You will find one. Yeah. And you won't even have to pay much for it. But uh, I mean, even Rezkel said here is like, this was good, even if I don't agree. So many others were pretty nasty about it. And I'm just like, it's like, what's, what's the point in the grand scheme of things? What, what's the point in arguing about this? Like it, it's a cartoon. Mm -hmm. And yes, I, I understand the passions that side. I understand this side, want to defend it from this side, whatever. At the end of the day, it's, it's a cartoon. Like yeah. anything you could say at the end of the day, anything could be whether eh, yes. it's just food, it's just a movie. It's a and, it, and it's, and it's hard not to do that. How many times have, we all been at our jobs and been really frustrated with something that's going on in the day and it, it pisses us off so much and we think we've never been madder mm -hmm. and then months go by and you can't even remember like that exact stuff that ha it's just i yeah. don't it's just called life it's, it's like it's human language. nature human it's, no, nature. it's human nature and it's from every level it's like just really you can take things with a passion get passionate about it but don't take them to a serious level to where it has to go too far you know it's like yeah. there's people that have probably ruined friendships relationships with a significant other family members over some of the most petty stupid things and think about what if there was this person you haven't talked to in years and you just heard you know like the next day that this person got hit by a car and is dead you know what would that do to you thinking god i've been holding a stupid grudge over nonsense for two three years and I can never speak with that person again. Yeah, you know, it makes you think. Just really yeah. let 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 the shit go. If there's goofy arguments, let that stuff go. Yeah. So like, yeah. it's it's good to be upset about things, especially in regards to like, all right, you took something that I really liked and you changed it up a bit, but you even if you don't have a problem with the changes, there was no follow up to it. it there's nothing that made you feel like, all right, well they nailed it, and I, this felt like it just missed the mark totally and to me this is coming from someone that's just sort of like hovered over these properties like being into them kind of forgetting mostly about it and but with Shira especially I said before I didn't so I could go into this and just be like you know what these changes don't bother me that doesn't bother me yeah it's different for everybody like in the chat room like I, I would just like to know if you guys could just 
either say, did you like it? Yes or no. I, or just say, like it, didn't like it. I'm just curious where everybody in the chat room would say, because I, I think almost everybody might have liked it. You never know. I know at least Rescal definitely I know Rescal liked it, and others might have liked it parts and parts they didn't like. But it's, it's just always interesting to see what others think as well. But eh, again, and, and I guess, too, I, we'll throw this out there as sort of a little experiment. Uh, those of you that didn't like it, specify if you watched the entire thing, if you only, how many episodes did you watch? Yeah. Yeah, it would be interesting. It would be a good gauge. And I guess kind of why they're filling that up in the chat room. Uh, what were your thoughts on Entrapta? Because I... I, I almost I, felt I, like they were mocking people that might... I don't know. I, I felt like there was just being some mocking of people with maybe a disability, something. I, something wasn't right. I didn't... She could have been interesting, but I almost felt like there was they're mocking somebody, which I never like seeing people getting made fun of. I don't know if I took that the wrong way. I hope I didn't, but I felt like they're making fun of somebody, and it just ah, something felt off. Like, I mean, she's like, like, like she's very eccentric, and they're just sort of like playing on it, like something. Something got, I got a weird vibe. I liked that she could create stuff, which was cool, but I got a weird vibe out of her, and I, I don't know. But oh well, so far, let's see. Uh, Zen Brown said no like. Rezkel loved it. Zentron said they probably made it because they were going to lose the rights to the property if they didn't make it. Um, Fedmon said, I know, oh, wait, they're talking about the VCRs. Never mind. <laughs> well, I will look for uh, Walmart to see for VCRs. Thanks for that. I mean, yeah, but do they, though? I remember they did at one point because it was like the, the DVD combos. Like you could get a DVD player with a VCR together, but do they? I feel like too much time has passed that Walmart wouldn't sell. Maybe the they VCRs would because I need it. So I'm going to watch my, my old stuff. So my old tapes, I've, I've got like probably 30 tapes of old WWF wrestling and WCW. I got some of the good stuff from back in the old days. Oh, God, like I'm 100 years old. But you know what I mean. I, but, I mean, that, that was 20, 30 some odd years ago. Yeah. So. Zen Brown said, didn't watch it all. He said, uh, he said, you watch, they win. Res and and, and uh, he's got a good point there. You sure, know, sure. Uh, but, you, oh, you and I watched the entire thing that. That helps with the ratings of hell. Yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know how Netflix sort of looks at this whole thing. I don't know how the ratings works either. But uh, Rescal said also went back and watched the original again. Um, Zentron said design wise didn't really enjoy in Entrapta or Entrapta. God, I couldn't even say that right. And he uh, didn't get it. Didn't get past Princess Prom. That, that. That's 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 a make it or break it for you. If you can make it past that, then you can watch the rest of it with ease. But it, I, that one's tough. That one was so tough to get through because I, I was explaining it to Tyler. I was like, yeah, uh, it happens, what, every decade? And uh, Scorpio got an invite, so Catra's going to go as the plus one. And Catra's in a in a like a suit like a dude, and he's sitting there just staring at me like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I, you would... Well, yeah. Well, like I said, that's why we had to do this. I mean, Tyler just watched 16 minutes of the first episode. I was like, yeah, whether Nathan was going to join me or not, I was going to do it. But I just wanted to, like I said, give my opinions and thoughts. And I love having everybody here with their opinions and thoughts. Like I said, just keeping it simple is what I always love. But, yeah, I mean, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. But I don't know if you had any final thoughts, Nathan, before we wrap it up. But, yeah, it's, it's been fun. It was. I, I Well, I mean, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I, I, I actually... No, I, I I think I pretty much wrapped up. It's just okay. It's, uh, I, no. I I'll just say, <laughs> I'll say again. It just uh, to me, it felt like another cartoon that they just slapped the brand on. Like it's it's generic. 
you can see that in the art. Um, the the story's just it's it's there. Like it's it's a simple story. Like I, I wasn't expecting more than that, to be honest. But it all just fell flat. I, if they get a season two, if it did well, cool. If it helps promote the property itself, if it if it draws interest to the original, if it helps bring out more products from the original, I'm all for it. Uh, I think if it gets nasty and it just gets worse if it's the creative end of things continue to like just hammer that down of like this is our agenda for this and if you don't like it then you are against us kind of thing the whole feminist stuff um it's going to be interesting to see where this goes from here how does this affect he-man even you know, what, where do they go from there? If they're like, this worked, maybe we should put out our own and kind of go in this way. Like, what is that going to do? So it'll be interesting to see what the, the future holds. And Z Zentron is giving us a, a movie quote. Okay. Oddly enough. Hey, where are the white women at? I feel like I've heard you that. You know, before. I feel like I heard that in Blazing Saddles. It's an old movie, but I, I remember that in Blazing Saddles. Um, uh, I almost thought that was even said in uh oh Jesus was that said in uh, you, you know what I I think you got it yeah I think I mean like I said I, I think you got it Zentron you you confirm I looked it up and it, it did bring it up that way but uh yeah but it'll be yeah I can't wait to hear what he says and Raskel no I mean yeah it was good that you joined us as well and I hope like I said I mean if you're new to our channel and anything to make sure you like subscribe ring that bell because we'll be doing an episode tomorrow too where we're gonna. We'll be speaking with Robbie London, who worked on the original He-Man cartoon. So we always have fun discussions, and it's always great just having any new people here to our channel and just seeing what they think and their thoughts. We love having new people. So it'll be great. And oh, let me see. Did he say? Oh, he said yeah, so I got it right. Well, there you go. I, right. I, th I, think the, I think the key is... I don't know what the key is. Oh Jesus! I, I'm still I'm still just trying to wrap my head around the fact that I sat down and watched this entire. Well, thing. at least you did it, and you gave it a fair chance, whether you yeah. loved or hate it, and you didn't just watch one or two episodes and say I hated it, or one and two episodes and say I love it. It's it actually has gone both ways from different sides. So, but that that princess prom, I, I that that is oddly enough, it's just right there. I feel smack down in the smack dab in the middle of. It's it's right. There. I think it's like episode seven or eight. So you it's want to like, hear silly thing? I think the reason I got excited about the prom was just because I think I seen Lucky because I didn't know if he was going to show up. And there was a thing. Just this is going to sound. It's a flashback. Me and my ma used to compete back in the day when we watched Shira of trying to find Lucky, and she would beat me almost every time. She's like, "There he is! There he is!" And I always had an issue finding him when he'd be around these one colorful things that looked like him, like these bushes. I could never win. So as crazy as it sounds, as I was watching Shira, I was like, is Lucky going to appear more than just being that fan of Madame Raz? And when he popped up in the prom, I was like, there's Lucky. So I got to have an old moment like I stabbed with my mom, but God rest her soul. You know, I was just, well, that was me just competing with myself, but I found Lucky. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Zim Brown's like, Nathan is flabbergasted. Yeah, like, it, it kind of took a lot out of me. I'm not going to lie, because I just, th th that dialogue is just not for me. That's not what I want in any of my media video games movies tv shows now in this 
it's fine in its context for what it's trying to reach, and that that's not me. So let me guess: Are you the guy that when if you'd play a role playing game when they were talking at the beginning, you just hit start past the intro, like let's go right to the game? I don't want to hear anybody. Talk. You know what? I am kind of I. I'm in that mentality now. Game so much, it's like, all right, we have to have this prologue. It's got to now. It's it works in Red Dead too. I'm I'm not gonna lie about that. But there's just so many things. I'm just like, I, do I really need to see this? And sometimes, yes, I I do. Just skip over that. <laughs> Thought you were gonna say that. So yeah, well, you're about to you're about to get me on a rant about video games now and how much it pisses me off because I I bought I, I bought huh? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, it, it kind of looked like you're about to stop me. Oh no no well I uh, don't know I got chocolate in my hands gone. <laughs> um, I I bought Emily the the Spyro uh, remastered trilogy. They took the original three games on PlayStation and like redid them up and everything. And I'm I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna play them with her because Spyro came out in 1998. At this time, I'm 14. Okay. I'm not I'm not gonna be playing no Spyro on my PlayStation. I'm looking at like the wrestling games or Metal Gear Solid or shit like that. So I'm not like ah that's kitty whatever. So I go to install this thing. And I just every time I I miss the days of, hey, you know what? You go buy a game, you come home, you put it in your console, and you know what happens? The game starts. This is, you put the disc in. Oh, I don't have enough room. Oh, I guess I got to delete some stuff off my hard drive. Delete, delete. And yes, I know people are going to be like, well, you can get an external drive to put the saves on. I, I get that. And I'm, I'm going to have to do that because this is really starting to get annoying. But... Not enough space. All right, delete some more stuff. Go back, resume the update that it needs to do. Still not enough space. And it keeps giving me different numbers each time. The first time it's like, you need 3.68 gigs. All right, well, here's something of this size. That's out of here. Uh, You got to get rid of 14 gigs. What? All right. Uh, Fuck, I guess I'll just go and delete this. I had to delete like three or four different games. And it finally started going. And the install's like 19 gigs. And I'm like... <laughs> I, all right, I guess we're playing the game tomorrow. I, it sucks. It sucks. I so hate here's it. My it, dumb it, question, because I told you I haven't played games in years, and I'm not going to go on the rant about how they, you know, used to be one of the best in the world. I'm not going to do that because I don't oh, yeah. think about video games. Hey, by but, the way, you see the Spider-Man jacket over here? Yeah, see the Spider-Man jacket. It was the second place prize. And you hear about the Sonic Adventure with the Dreamcast that was number one in the United States, number two in the world out of millions of people that were playing that game back in the day. You ain't going to hear that from me neither. But um. No, I haven't played any of the new stuff. So, don't they have memory cards anymore, to where you can? No, no, no. Oh Mem my! Me no, memory cards are not a thing. This is basically you get uh, console-wise. Now, this PC here, I, I understand now why people are just like, "All right, I'm part of the PC master race," because I can go on Steam, buy a game, download it, and then I'm ready to go. I don't have to delete anything. But with with the consoles, it's uh, they vary in their sizes. But my PS4 is 500 gigabytes. And they have one terabyte ones now. Uh, but yeah, no memory cards. And any of the stuff right. that I have purchased... So, I mean, that's not if you buy a bunch of games. I mean, you can't have all the games. Well, I, I mean, memory cards back then were mostly just for the save files. This is to actually just have the game on there. So it basically needs to install the, the game itself. Like, it, it grabs some of it from the disc, of course... Guys, it's but, been 10 years. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been 10 years since I played games. Old man Joe over here. I used to be... God, I was great. Oh, my God. But it, it's it's just a lot of work. And then there's day one patches and updates constantly. Like My head hurts, I think. We're going to have to wrap it up. It actually has almost exploded from what you said. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, well no, uh, 
Yeah, I, 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 it was a pleasure to sit here and just sort of discuss this and sort of just give our opinions. I, I know we probably could have gone a little more in depth and went sort of episode by episode and talked about everything, but it was good to just sort of give a general impression, our general ideas, uh, our thoughts on designs and choices that were made and uh, pretty much mostly what we didn't like because there wasn't much that we did. Gave our thoughts, got people's thoughts here in the chat room. Like I said, still had a good time. And like I said, hopefully all everybody that's here will still join us tomorrow and join us every Sunday night at 9 p.m. live on YouTube. Or, that's Eastern Time, 9, yeah. 9 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> Watch Fans of Power. And of course, tomorrow we'll be doing Beyond Retro. And that's going to be at 2 p.m. And that's going to be here live yeah. on YouTube. And that's Eastern Time as well. We're yeah. going to be talking about who framed Roger Rabbit. So we're covering, when we do Beyond Retro, we do everything from video games to movies to toys to whatever the hell it is, anything. But yeah, I, so, I don't. Even, I don't even need to do the ending spiel anymore. You already, you already did it. Well, yeah, I did. I did. I always said about the like and subscribe and share and ringing that bell so you can always be notified when we go live with anything and have new content. You always know when it's gonna happen. So loved having every one of you guys here in the chat room. And until next time, have a powerful day. I don't have a movie quote like Tyler does, so I'm just gonna say, see can, you guys wait, later. Can you do a video game trivia? Can you do something? You guys video game. Something. Uh. uh... Joe, you put me on the spot. He's like, damn it, no. Uh, shit, man, I got nothing. All right, that's a good way to end it. Shit, I, got, yeah. I, got, I got nothing. Tyler's going to be so mad at us. <laughs> yeah, he is. See you guys next time. See you guys. All right.